International. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, everybody in between. This is Feature This, a fan edit podcast. Guess the introductions out of the way. Hello. Oh, what was that? Mr. Beer? Boom. What you Mr. Beer is a new character on the show. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Beer. Oh, God. How are you? All right. That is Ethan Phillips. Uh, what? Hi. How are you? All right. All right. I'm so excited. I can feel it. I've, I've been equally blackout drunk for both Frighteners episodes. <laughs> You're drunk right now? No, no I'm not it's drunk. It is a joke. beer, man. We're, the, 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 there is a veil that the listener doesn't understand <laughs> they don't they can't see me how sober i am at my 10 o'clock <laughs> is donna donna hello hi All hi right. let me tell you about something that happened to me today oh <laughs> i like this this is a good antidote already <laughs> it's an antidote I, <laughs> it's an antidote to this podcast <laughs> i i made a sub Right, like a, a giant sub, and it's uh, like, delicious. Like a like a subway sub, but bigger. Oh, right. it was phenomenal! It's very good. We're gonna eat some and then go out. Yes, and so I, for this sub, I made I put some olive oil on it, and I was like, I need some balsamic, mm-hmm. right, to really like of kick off these flavors. That's how you launch them. So I go to grab this bottle of balsamic. It's really nice. High quality balsamic. Mm-hmm. Grab it out of the fridge. Unscrew the top. Don't notice anything except the, like the cap is a little wonky. Cap is a little wonky. Didn't know what was going on. Didn't really hmm. investigate. Was really into making sandwich. Yeah. Put the lid back on the, the balsamic. <laughs> slice my fucking finger open. Oh, God. What? I didn't know you did I that. I look down at my hands and I have like a bunch of cuts all over my hands oh, because Jesus. there's like a chunk of the bottle, like a chunk of like the metal lid that's huh. like hanging out. Yeah. Oh, God. So I was just like bleeding profusely all nice, from my hands. Nice. I'm going to take responsibility for that. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely blamed you the second that it happened. <laughs> I, I'm actually, I got uh, injured the other night when I was over here. Uh, I was playing with Brandon. Brandon, which is a bad mistake. The cat. And he uh, clawed me good. He, I don't know if you can see it on my hand, a little scratch Ooh. mark there. It was all bleeding and everything. Shout out. I can't so, see anything. Uh, well, we're in this red submarine-like room I can here. imagine, <laughs> though. I'm covered in Brandon's scars. Bro. Well, welcome to the flea furnace, the flea baby. Furnace, dude. All right. Well, speaking of subways, uh, <laughs> we watched The Vanishing. <laughs> Wait, we didn't watch The Vanishing. <laughs> the Vanishing. Listen, The Frighteners. Wow. I don't know where Vanishing came from. <laughs> the f- 
the vanishing. I was thinking of uh, I think vanishing is a um uh the TV show. No, no, no. There was who's the actor? Cat Williams. I love Cat Williams. Yeah, Cat Williams is cool too. Yeah, no relation. Why does a Chrysler look like a Bentley? It's not a Bentley, Ethan. Oh, you don't like my Cat Williams? Oh, looking at me through a gem. Welcome to your podcast. Thank you. So actually, this is sort of like a weird uh, part two, if you will. It's part two. Part yes. one is on the Gary Busey Town Massacre. It, have you feed. listened to it? Yeah, it's yeah. a fucking nightmare. I Absolutely. I would. I okay. I haven't listened to it yet. I've heard oh God. a well, lot of you, interesting you things about it. I know. I, I don't. Remember. I literally don't remember anything from that night. <laughs> Ethan yeah. tried to call me out on something that I did during the podcast, and I have no recollection of well, it. Here's... Steven did the same thing. Steven called me out. He's like, he's like, do you remember? Yeah. Do you no, remember he just defending... said it out of the out of the wild. Yeah, because because what he did, he sent something. You know, you know what a let me Google that for you is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sent me a let me Google you that. No, he sent you an I it. Uh, yeah, something about uh, Ted dancing Dance having a wig, having a wig and cheers. And I yeah. responded, yeah, duh. And then he's like, uh, wait, what are you talking about? And I'm like, wait, what is this in reference to? And he's like, <laughs> yeah, that you, was part on of the, the podcast, podcast. You defended Ted, Ted Danson having a wig, not having a wig. Oh. Because quote you unquote, and I were camp. He doesn't have he a doesn't wig have because a wig. he's too hot. Because he quote <laughs> exactly. unquote, which is fair, drops massive loads. Was my defense for him <laughs> yeah. not having a wig? Obviously, he's way hot. He comes buckets. He is way yeah. Hot. He's way he still hot. looks hot. I yeah. think we Curb, talked about this on Curb, the last one. He looks great in Curb. He looks I, great yeah, on totally. NCIS. I listened Ooh. to a, a podcast with Kevin Smith who had a, he was interviewing this Fuck guy. Fuck Kevin Smith. Come at me. Who's one of the biggest uh, Batman uh, comic artists. Jock? And back in the day. And he said, uh, you know, when they were talking about, you know, casting Batman, like, I guess, like, right around the time Michael Keaton was getting cast. Oh, Ted Danson. He was like, dude, they should have picked Ted Danson. I know. He it's turned totally down a, a role for it. To he, at some point really? in his if career, you yeah. Look shit, he's mm-hmm. a yeah. Ted Danson would look great in the cape and cowl. Oh my he's god, got that he's so hot. Ted yeah. Danson would have been better than Ben <laughs> Affleck now. Like Maybe. Ted Danson now as a, yeah, as, as an old age, school Batman, old Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh he would be god. tight. It would be phenomenal. Yeah, it's a great he's idea. He's so good looking. Yeah, he his is so dick is over seven inches. It should be flaccid. That would that would they call it Robin. Is that a dick joke? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I think you were going for a dick joke. It's okay. It's. I don't know why Robin is a dick joke. Just, just because it was Robin. his partner. And okay. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> you're asking for people to make a lot of jumps right now. I don't, well, just one big one, really. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's so fair. anyway, so you guys did the Gary Town massacre, and y'all were talking about uh, not the vanishing, but the frighteners. Wait, I have another question about the episode. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was trying to put my thoughts together. I I did come across as loving that movie. Yeah, well, actually, don't? if you listen to to the episode, it's really funny because really what it is is tangent, 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 Donna trying to get everybody on topic, tangent, tangent, Donna trying to get everybody on topic, tangent, Thank tangent, you. tangent. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I sat on the ground. I, I went, I was in the car today with Adam Serwa, who was a guest on on uh, the, the next Gary Busey Town Massacre. Uh-huh. Uh, I was riding him in the car today and he was like, I listened to the Frighteners episode and I was like, cool, what'd you think? And he's like, he's like, it was fucking hilarious. And the funniest thing about it is you guys went so far out and then Donna kept trying to pull you guys back. And I'm like, really? I don't remember I got, that. I got so angry on that episode. I'm sorry. We're not like just trying to rehash that episode. Yeah, I just, yeah. 
I have a couple points to make. So I got so angry on that episode because like we did have a new guest and I don't think that he understood the way that we like go through the show. Who, which Adam is, Rader? No. Adam, fan favorite. Fan and favorite. Yeah, he can't be now. <laughs> no, we had another guest on that he, show. Adam is actually a guest on this show. He just decided not to come. Yeah, he just walked out of the room <laughs> is the out. thing. Yeah. <laughs> Typical fan favorite business. Anyway, so because uh, too much was said at the top and I was like, wait, 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 wait. Like we need to slow down. And yeah, then like I just, reset. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I like got it in my like blacked out mind. Like <laughs> we have to like talk about the plot. That's the <laughs> that's most the important thing. <laughs> like uh, I don't even know why. That, yeah. See, that's the problem with watching the movie with the guests and then doing the podcast that night because you just get so fucking drunk. Because you're like, you're like, oh, we're gonna do a podcast with you guys. You get, the, you get that Might initial well hype. Thing. Yeah, yeah. We watched it with them previous. Th- th- yes, that night. but the yeah, problem yeah, yeah. is that we also went to a party for the new movement, the theater oh, that yeah. I do improv with Ugh. earlier in the day, and we hadn't eaten anything. Mm-hmm. We go to this bar to meet up with all them, and we have what was Frequent only guest, supposed to Yusef be Roach. it was only supposed to be two drinks and then it turned into like six yeah. rounds <laughs> well because Yusef was like he hit us up on the messages and we we're like oh well we were going to this shitty thing blah 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 and he's like he's like well I'm we're two drinks in he hits us up and he's like well I'm at the office just watching Naratu right now so <laughs> I'll come down and hang out with you guys and we're like oh fuck yeah so then we just got hammered drunk yeah it was a mistake anyway the yeah. point that I wanted to make and the whole reason why I brought that up again mm-hmm. <laughs> is because I I just want to make it really clear how passionately I feel about the Frighteners <laughs> being an amazing movie because right. I don't I do not want my feelings on this podcast to be indicative of, of the, the original. Oh, are you talking a so, mental change has occurred? So, yeah. So I'll play the role of Donna and try to get us back on topic here. <laughs> yeah, good luck. We've done another yeah. block out so, Frighteners podcast. So if you want to li- if you want to listen to like, you know, some some high value content about the Frighteners, you Previous can check episode. out the, yeah, the Gravy Beast Gravy Beast Time Massacre <laughs> on, on the Frighteners. Yeah. But this episode is about uh, obviously a fan edit of the Frighteners. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and I think there's a lot to th- a lot to say about this. I have a lot to say. It's our first crossover it too. Is. First We've crossover. never been able to find a a double. Yeah, right. Never, were, yeah, that's true. The, yeah, the we uh, the the uh, we did Frighteners last episode because. So, for Jake Busey. For Jake Busey, because right. it was Father's the month of Day. Father's Day. Yeah, for and yeah. that's why we did Starship <laughs> Troopers. Yeah, and uh, and now and identity. And identity, uh-huh. you were on identity. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. fucking you fantastic. You were on Starship Troopers. Mm, barely, yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I, I skimmed it. We forget. Yeah. Yeah. We're hashtag content creators. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the first time we've been able to find, find a, a crossover. crossover. Uh-huh. So, we, which is nice. Actually, it cuts down some of the workload because normally <laughs> we'll fantastic. watch. The original and the fan edit. In addition to watching the Gary Busey movies. Yeah. Yeah. So this has been great. Mm -hmm. This is, I love this already. Except I, there, okay, we'll get into it. But who did this fan edit? It was Neglify. Neglify, one of the big, popular, one one. of the big uh, names. He did, he did the scream edit that we watched. So good. So good. Yeah. And there's a very big difference between that approach versus what we saw here. Totally different. And, See uh, all these cringy faces here. Uh, I I want to first talk about um, 
because okay so i think all three of us sort of went into this like we do a lot of the fan edits with an expectation to see something very different sure yes. and i i didn't i mean Nothing. i hadn't i hadn't seen the original a very long time so this was basically like a new experience for me and what he did was such a light trim Subtle. of the edit it's yeah. basically like giving um well, it, it's just a light trim, so that it's uh, it, you're not it's not a radically new thing. You're no. not you're not rescoring it. You're not like trying to make it like a VHS no, no, find no, no. from the, which was which was something like the Gallo uh, phenomenal. Cut. Yeah. So yeah. this is a very light trim, so much so that it's almost it's even as experienced viewers of okay uh, of the movie difficult to spot what is missing. I was black out getting blackout drunk when we watched Frighteners last time. Yeah. And when we watched Frighteners this time, I was like, this is the same thing. Right. Shout out Neg- I- Neglify. I fucking love the Scream one. I've recommended it. I've given away the DVD copy that you burned for me uh-huh. to other people because I thought it was so fucking good. Yeah. Uh, but this one, I don't understand why it's so subtle. Like, right. Yeah. So I... I- I take a little bit of offense because I did notice a majority of the uh, cuts that were made. Okay. Um, but again, they there were so few that yeah. I was furious when we finished the movie because we literally... I do love this movie. And when I was a kid, I watched this movie. I don't even yeah. know how many times. Mm-hmm. Okay. And watching it... When I watched it the other night for Gary Busey, I was like, this is great. I haven't seen this movie and probably like eight years or something that's mm-hmm. amazing yeah watching this one i was like i fucking literally just watched this movie the other day this mm-hmm. is making me pissed yeah I, I did not get anything i want to talk i don't know if you have like taken notes of all the cuts but i'm like curious to see what happened because i i saw some like color correction stuff that may have come from deleted scenes so here, here's what i here's what i, I there's a, here's what i think is the the gist of the edit is that there he took what there's the regular theatrical cut and then there's okay. the director's cut which has more scenes and sure. this one is the director's cut with a few of the director's cut scenes taken out so it's like okay. the theatrical cut with just a few of the director's cut stuff in and then what also is removed is this opening the scene opening at the, and at the, the yeah there's a there's an epilogue at the end that's removed and there's a is it a prologue at the beginning mm-hmm. and a prologue yeah. what's the prologue at the beginning the beginning the is the the beginning of the movie starts with the opening on the house where Patricia and her mom lives. Okay. And she's getting chased around. Yeah. And you don't really know what's going on. It, it reminded me of the burbs. Yeah. It's like she's getting chased around and there's like all these weird spooky things that are happening and there's yeah. lightning. It just kind of sets the mood. Sure. I, I will say, though, that it makes sense to cut that because it does kind of contradict where the movie opens post uh title okay mm. yeah, yeah yeah okay that makes sense it's I like guess. it's the beginning the opening scene the like cold open is like really like spooky and Poignant. moody mm. and then it opens with him at the funeral so it's just like a kind of weird transition okay so i can see that edit except okay. that i yeah. would have 
personally place at other parts of the movie. Well, okay. I'm also like, what's the point? Like, I don't, I, don't, I wanted to, uh, like, I don't know. That's how yeah. I feel about this entire edit. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is what I want to talk about because uh, this, the, the what's the point question, which we were both, we were all feeling at the end of this because yeah. um, I was, I was more feeling it from you guys more than my experience. Cause well, because you haven't seen Frighteners. Right. And what, forever. And what, what well, this I mean, felt you've like, seen it yeah. when you were And kid. what this felt like to me was watching the theatrical cut exactly. of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because, I mean, they're not, like I said, there's no big radical changes. There's And it, to to Neglify's credit, there isn't any edits in the movie that are obvious. Sure. There's not, right. there's and not that's like nice. big scores. There's no score differences. You yeah, can't, yeah, yeah. you don't see like hard cuts oh. like that's clearly missing. Okay, yeah. well, on the flip side of that, I guess what I was trying to point out is that none of the edits are obvious where sometimes we'll watch fan edits and the edits are like so starkly different that it's clear that something was removed yeah and i think i think it goes to show is like is like we're not hating on neglify for this edit because i think he is a great editor and i love watching his shit like that scream one is one of my easily one of my favorite ones that we ever did but but, but, i can feel the butt your your butt like what's the point but why do you do this why why would you even do this so what here's what i'm thinking and i i i can relate to it in this way like when i did um my oblivion edit i i really didn't do much of anything i mean it's the same plot there's no scenes that are reordered uh, really, the only thing that I, you know, kind of like what he did is I affected the beginning and I affected the end. I, I, I removed the opening voiceover and I removed a little bit of the, the epilogue at the end. Okay. And then I cut out a lot of little trims here and there along the way to kind of clean it up to make it a little bit smarter. And the and it's like, well, what's the point? It's basically the same movie. It's like, yeah. well, here here's my experience with that movie is that you know, when when a movie has enough little things that don't work it sours all the other stuff that does work but does this movie have that that's what i was saying so some of the things that he removed aside from just the the cold open and the epilogue Mm -hmm. some of the things that he removed were uh also some of the bits with the ghosts and Mm -hmm. it's like he left so many of the other bits in like why what is the point of removing the other ones and so this is what i'm thinking because this was my experience watching it is it this movie uh reminded me of especially the first half reminded me of something that like sam raimi would do sure there's like there's all these extreme moods like you have like extreme comedy but then you have like extreme horror and suspense and then you know you put the whole thing in context violence like it, it it does the whole range of emotions uh-huh. and sometimes you'll have one scene like go into the into one you know crazy kind of jokey range and then come back in and be serious all within a short span yeah and my impression is is that the the harder part of that to sell is coming back from a comedic moment so in order to to remove the bad uh, elements of it is to cut back on some of those comedic things while leaving some of the other stuff in that works yes you're over there in the back (laughs) (laughs) oh hi hello there hello (laughs) hi um so okay uh to that point and an argument against why that isn't what's going on here is that one of the one of the jokes that he removed is from the scene where um uh, Michael J. Fox is in the museum with the editor in chief or whatever of okay. the newspaper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a the 
I, I, the gunslinging cowboy boy. Yeah, yeah the cowboy go- boy. The old ghost. Cowboy yeah. Dan. What's his he, name? I don't know. Jawless. I, I don't know. Jawless. Yeah. They call him so, Judge. Judge. Yeah, Judge. Judge Jawless. So he uh, is going off on a thing and he's gonna go he sees uh uh mommy and he's like oh my god she's beautiful and then yeah. he goes and fucks her yeah. yeah and then uh there's a line in that there are actually several lines surrounding that point uh-huh. because it's really like the biggest section that you get of inner interaction with the judge yep. and sure. uh he says Something about like how he, he makes some like semen joke. The rape joke where he's like, uh, I he like it when they, they don't move. Right, but this is my point. So there's a semen joke in there about how like he his semen's all dried up and like he can't fuck anymore. In the original? And that was removed from this edit. Really? However, he left in all of the other tacky and shitty jokes about like huh. fucking the mummy and fucking or whatever other boner jokes. It's just huh. like... If you're talking in stark contrast between like being a serious like horror film and being like a jokey campy comedy, mm-hmm. that is the best slice of um where you really see those two dynamics yeah. play and the fact that he didn't remove the rest of those like why? I don't I, know. See, this is why uh I think there's a, an interesting kind of game of balance here and it, and and if you read the notes and we read the notes that he had where he talks about most of the changes he did were in the first half of the movie and the first half of the movie is when you get introduced to more of the comedic aspects and by the last half of the movie my god it's really fucking dark yeah you know yeah. With that that great sequence with michael j fox running through the the hospital the hospital yeah. is so good that, that, amazing. that yeah. scene is fucking phenomenal it's a great scene and um uh it's a whole sequence of scenes and yeah they're all really good. yeah 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 um but because the flashback and the flash forward it's so good so one of the things I, I thought that was interesting is when i was listening to y'all's gary Busey episode on this is y'all were talking about this really un- unfortunate rape crazy rape joke <laughs> and maybe it plays off that way in the original but when i watched it last night i took it as a necrophilia joke it's both yeah but it's still yeah. it's implying i mean i i think the implication or where you can get like the connection to rape is that it is a necrophilia joke except that if they're both dead then it's essentially a rape joke you you know what i'm saying like because if yeah because he's talking about them not characters no what what they're saying is that the the characters have these personalities and these are the personalities that they had prior to life prior to, and yeah, then yeah, they yeah. have after death i see where you're going with that so but I, I still took it i thought it was funny because i didn't read it that way right but that doesn't that doesn't dissuade my opinion or just change my mind as to if he would have left in the cum dried up thing right. that yeah. doesn't change whether or not it's a rape joke or not or add or detract from that scene in any way so um i it would be interesting. Okay, so I, I would say this: the stuff that really is kind of, honestly, like it's a really interesting movie because I really liked it. I liked it way more than I thought. I it love was. this. It's yeah. a great movie, and I I think what I saw was the the movie that you have envisioned, only a little bit better. 
That's how I see it. Not radically different as you would expect from a fan edit, but it seems to be like a little bit better version of what the theatrical cut could but be. I don't think so. But that's my whole argument is like, what the fuck is the point if you're making it... If you're cutting one scene, two scenes to make it a little bit better, I don't like that. I like fucking overhauls. I want to watch it and be like, that is a different thing. Well, yeah. that's and- what I'm saying. That's what I was... Okay, so way before we watch this movie you and i bezo and i were specifically talking about trying to find a movie that we could do that was a a back-to-back yeah yeah and i found this on the fan edit website and i was like we gotta fucking do this one like i love this movie we couldn't ask for a better movie and originally this wasn't even planned to be a gary Busey episode yeah, 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 yeah yeah and we shoehorned it in so that we could watch this movie um I don't know. Okay, I don't but know okay, it. but what 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 we're really getting at is how I, I thought I was, I was thinking about the in my head the conversation about how expectations yeah. can totally fuck up or improve your experience with a movie. Like sure. in some ways, like you go into a movie and you expect one thing and it delivers something completely different and it's amazing and you're g- glad that the the expectations were completely yeah. different. And then other times you expect one thing they give you something else and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, I hate that. And I, it, there's a big question for me about what is the right approach to bring somebody into a movie with zero expectations or to bring somebody in with a certain kind of expectation. Well, I think I think the I, th- I think that your your hand is up, but I'm going to go. Uh, I think Duh. I think <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I think that with something like this, where it is such a subtle edit, you having not seen it in a while. Uh, you have a positive effect with watching this because it's like you're watching the movie and it is a solid, technically a solid edit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but us having just watched it right. and seeing it and not having an overhaul, it's like, it's like, what's the fuck's the point? Like, why are you doing this? Because like we watched something like Scream where it's like he fucking yeah, yeah, totally did it yeah. on that one. Yeah. He fucking nailed it. And it's like, even if I hadn't watched Screamed, recently like that like just watching that one is like god Mm -hmm. like i i I think there is something about fan edits where you need to swing for the fences you need to do something interesting progressive to get people into them i don't agree with that yeah really yeah and that was what is that why your hands up no (laughs) i was gonna say something and this was kind of tying into what i was saying before um and I forgot it again. Oh, come on. <laughs> Think it up, bud. So, so what I was saying. You got it? Oh, I remember. Oh, okay, wait. Go ahead. So, okay. So the, the issue that I have with this movie and part of where I disagree with you, I do think that you can do a subtle edit and I think that that is fair and that's fine. Okay. The issue that I have with this movie is that there are a lot of different ways that you could take this movie. One of which would be by completely removing the humorous parts of it. And you can easily do that because there are isolated conversations with the ghosts that do not have like stupid bits yeah. in it. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. So you can remove those sections and the scenes work just fine. And then it just be like a normal movie or yeah. alternatively or a modern horror movie uh, to correct myself yeah. or alternatively you could take it in a different direction and and just make it slapstick or you could just make it 
a really like dark and heavy horror movie. Yeah. And any one of those options would have been just fine. The fact that you're only removing such little parts yeah. that, again, I, the issue that I have with this edit is that removing the line about the dried up semen does not change my feelings about that scene or the joke that the big joke at the end, the right. It's just another part of that. It's just another buildup to that joke. It's not, nothing is added or detracted. Yeah. I don't remember if he cut that or not because I was blackout drunk. (laughs) So, um, I, 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 for the movie itself, uh, frighteners, I, I don't like the idea of trying to recreate it as a straight horror picture or okay. as a straight zany comedy. I think the brilliance. What of would the, you do? I think the brilliance of the movie is that it does have these wild, crazy genre changing kind of things that happen That's cool. in the whole yeah. movie, but also sometimes in an, an entire scene. Like the one, the one of the scenes that really affect, I noticed it the most on <laughs> was the She's interrogation of the Hitler guy with Michael J. Fox. Yeah. So in this sequence, um, Michael J. Fox is. He is. He's beaten. He's broken down. He's turned himself in. Can you can you blow your hand so I can say this undistractedly? It's so and dis- he he walks in. He's in this interrogation. It's like he's playing it totally straight. He looks like he's been crying for like three days straight. His yeah. eye is beat red. He's, he's phenomenal. He's, he's, he's done. Yeah, he's yeah. really good. He's just done. And he's in this interrogation scene. He's he's trying to let everybody know what's going on. And this zany extremely off the you know far deep in character who's who looks like he's hitler without the mustache yeah who's playing this fbi interrogator comes in and it starts off very serious and then all of a sudden like the camera like like does like this crazy zoom in it's like angles off it starts walking like it starts to get really goofy with the guy going into this paranoia the uh the crazy accusations that uh the 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 of, of that Hitler character, the interrogator. And it's like this really wacky, completely different feeling of the interrogation scene. And then it comes back. You have a steady shot in the back and uh, back to the uh, capturing the mood that Michael J. Fox is in. It's all happens all within the same scene. Yeah. And the whole movie has this where it's like up and down yeah. and up and down and up and down. So the reason I bring all that up is that first off a doing shit like that is very ambitious and it's very difficult to do right. As a film, yeah, to have yeah, these yeah, wild, yeah. differently changed yeah, things. Yeah, totally. You don't yeah. see it very often. And, uh, battle juice. And I would suspect that knowing Peter Jackson and knowing some of the, some of the stuff when I look at his theatrical cut of uh, The Lord of the Rings versus his directorial cut or an extended cuts or whatever, that he has a tendency to overindulge. And mm-hmm. I imagine that the intent here and uh, is to take those scenes that are a little too much of the up and down or a little too much of the comedic point and just yeah. cutting them down a little bit so that it sells better with the rest of the material. And that was my experience with the edit. I, I don't agree with that. Also, yeah. I had another idea. And the reason why I raised my hand is because... Um, that guy, I talked about it on the Gary Busey episode. That guy is from Reanimator. Yeah. So why not do some flashbacks for that dude oh. from Reanimator? That would be fucking awesome. That would be sweet, in my opinion. Okay. You can take a shit on it in a minute. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't give then. a fuck. Yeah. And uh, I, again, though, that doesn't change the fact that if you're cutting something that is like, a minute long of a bit or 30 seconds or whatever Mm -hmm. that isn't changing the fact that these drastic mood swings are happening. Yeah, I know, but I like, I like those mood swings 
that are happening in the first half and, and that that contrasts with the second half. So it's like, but that's not changing anything, though. It is. It's not a different movie. It's not. No, no, no. It's not supposed to be a different movie. It's supposed to be the best version of that. But movie. it's not. It's not the best version of that movie. Yeah, I mean, I'll agree because with that. if you have okay, if that you watch that scene again and there's a fucking throwaway dick joke, a Viagra joke, a yeah. semen joke, that's like five seconds. It's not even like a thing that. Yeah. De- Denotes a cut. You know what I mean? The the reason why I'm a little apprehensive to going to just going, yeah, I see your point. I agree with you is because um, I, and this is maybe my own personal opinion of my, 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 my oblivion at it. You're looking at editors versus viewers. Well, what I'm saying is that every single edit that I did in oblivion by itself doesn't change anything. Like I remove like a lot of the times where the characters call out each other's name, you know, like Jack and whatnot. And it's like, what does that change? It doesn't change anything. What's the point? Well, because what happens is when you have so many of those things add up, each one is like a little bit of a weight on the scale of making you feel like this doesn't feel right. Yeah, but nothing... And then overall, when you take out a lot of that stuff, you're like, it's, it feels it feels lighter, it feels better. But this I did not change that. Yeah, this I don't need to see that. him humping a fucking zombie or whatever, a Cut dead that. body. That. Yeah. that doesn't... That isn't adding to anything. I would rather yeah. have a dick joke that is shorter than have a scene where he's fucking humping a mummy. Like I literally do not give a shit. It wasn't funny in the original and it's not funny in this one. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole thing that I'm saying is like, I agree with what you're saying about taking a little weight off here and there, but, uh, but, 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 but then it comes down to like, what's the fucking point? Why are you doing it? Do something drastic. That's why we like the scream one. You and I, all three of us are kind of having different opinions, but I, I think that you and I are having the closest conversation. What is actually fucking well, I'm, happening? I'm, I'm, should I leave? I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm just... on a beer again, so I'll go. No, I understand. Like, if you're going to, if you're going to, you know, take out a movie and you're going to make a big thing about it, like, fucking make something that's a different kind of experience because that's the most fun. Like, you'll never yeah. see that anywhere else. Yeah. Whereas this movie is, you know, I would argue five percent better than the regular one. You know, it's not like a drastic improvement, but it is something. Uh, and if your expectations are you want the the Galio cut of of this movie, you're yeah. not. That's not what you're gonna get here, right? So again, like I'm not. I wasn't trying to express that. Anything I did say that, like I I didn't go into this thinking that it was gonna be like a huge overhaul of the script. But what made me angry and increasingly more angry as we were watching the film is that the things that were removed were so so minuscule that it it does not change anything for me and it wasn't even again you know ethan said multiple times now like he was blacked out drunk i was pretty drunk when we watched the movie and you've seen the movie a million times i've seen the movie a million times but it's been a while i was pretty drunk the last time i saw it so Mm -hmm. it was still like watching the movie i was completely sober last night so it was like watching the movie for the first time 0.5 or whatever you know what i mean right and it's just i i don't know like i was so angry by the time the movie was finished ethan had to leave a little early so he didn't even see the end being cut off yeah um which again get is shit on the forums about that oh yeah people are <laughs> about it. it just makes me angry it's just stupid yeah i just i don't know i don't know i don't know 
What do you? <laughs> okay, here's one thing that I want to talk about that I didn't talk about in the Gary Busey episode. Just referring to plot. Period. Mm. Um, was isn't it kind of fucked up that she uh, she still went to the date? at Excalibur with Michael J. Fox that was supposed to be her yeah. anniversary. Yeah, so... That's kind of fucked up, the, right? The one thing that doesn't really work in the movie is the transition of the relationship between her and that... It looks like a like a second-rate Craig Bierko. <laughs> and uh, and then um, the transition to Michael J. Fox's. That's yeah. that's the really the only one relationship in the whole movie that is it's a, it's a central relationship, unfortunately. But it's, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, there it needs to be so another weird. scene or that or the diner scene like you're talking about needs to be better written so you really see a transformation of her yeah. you know, transitioning from that guy to Michael J. Fox. Yeah, I mean, uh, like here's the thing about or this. Or could you remove that? I mean, there's not really a whole lot of references after the fact about that particular scene. Exactly. Exactly, because the whole thing about this movie is that the second half is so much better than the first half. I was I was expecting that that scene would be removed or completely reworked, and I was sure. shocked that it was still there. Sure, that's well, fair. I, that's fair. I mean, there, in retrospect, are, I'm trying to think of the of the bullet points that were hit in that scene. There know? are a couple of other references later on, specifically to that dude's death. Yeah. Well, she. Uh, one of the things that comes out from that scene specifically is that she is 100% convinced that he's legit. Yeah. And there was a little bit of question in the air, but after that scene, uh-huh. and so she's always backing him up from there I don't agree out. with that because she sees him at the funeral and specifically comes up to him to talk to him about... Like, I think you're legit, blah, 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 blah. So So, if you, uh, it's assumed at that point that she thinks he's legit and it's only a reformation of that uh, at the Excalibur dinner. So cut the Excalibur scene and then just have his burial scene. But then you don't have, I mean, it's already missing scenes to build their relationship. And that's the only Uh scene that actually does that at all. I don't think so because like she, she clearly is. I don't know. Yes. I, I mean, I, I get what you're saying, but there isn't enough material to make up that back. Right. So the only option for me, rather than have to sit through that insufferable scene again, <laughs> would be to cut it completely. Well, and I yes. don't think that you're missing a lot there. What makes the scene bad is the is the performance of the ghost character. Yeah. Would you, his would you agree with that? Sucks. Like his over the topness where it seems. I, yeah. I don't think so. I don't think it's any one responsibility of anyone in that scene. I think the issue is the transition from the funeral to that scene. That's the issue. Uh, hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. all she says at the funeral when she runs into him is. I, I think you're, that you're legit. Is Ray with you? Why are you here? I need to see you again. It's mm-hmm. never set up yeah. that they're going to go have this dinner. There isn't any. That's there's true. There's nothing That's leading true. to that point. So you could cut it and it wouldn't make a difference. It's not like there's this hanging thing from yeah, the yeah, last yeah. scene. That's true. That's the only true. thing that would be hanging would be going forward when the it's referenced that there was the body in the restaurant reference that yeah. there was a body in the restaurant well because the, oh, the, that's guy, right. dies. the yeah. other guy dies yeah. that's good right. food yeah good yeah. food right? yeah <laughs> male restrooms are very yeah <laughs> uh i call I, back yeah i don't rem- uh, i can't comment per se like i can't remember yeah. specifically if, if you know removing that scene wouldn't cause continuity errors or cause a weird know. like you know what let's watch a third time baby <laughs> but let's just skip that scene Here, and see how it plays but uh, here's what i'm saying is that the end of june every year will just redo frighteners <laughs> 
So we'll, we'll just like totally tear this movie apart. Well, I think I think if we had come at this at a different angle and and said, look, this guy's not trying to reinvent Frighteners. He's not trying to. But what the fuck is he doing? He's creating. He's shaving off what he thinks are he's trimming the fat. Yeah, he's he's making Ted Danson's hair look nice and flat. <laughs> <laughs> Just his, like giving him an even top. His but that's what I'm is saying, larger. though. Is that but I his cum load is not larger. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, Lou, and have been saying is that I didn't go into this movie expecting to get a completely different experience. I was assuming that this was just going to be a light trimmed movie because it is there are a lot of complex things in this film and i didn't think that there was a way that you could adequately cut it without ruining other scenes in the future of the film Mm -hmm. that being said i don't think that this was the best possible version so well uh would you say it's the best possible version of the ones that are out there no what the fuck is the uh, they're all the same there's nothing. I think it's marginally better. I mean, like, when, when I, was the last time you saw Frighteners? It, it, <laughs> tell the it's people. It's always 15 years ago. <laughs> exactly. So I, I watched it. Even Blackout Drunk, I watched it two weeks ago. Uh-huh. And it is not, it's nothing. It's There's no difference. It's negotiable. It, it's totally, negligible. It's negligible. Jesus it's negligible. <laughs> and, uh, it's necrophile-igible. <laughs> but there's, there, there, there's nothing. It's pointless. Like, what? I don't care. I don't care. I don't, they're, they're, but no. those are the ones. So again, I I think that you're having a different conversation because those are the ones that you prefer are the ones that do have these huge overhauls. Yeah, because do something artistic. Put your brand on it. Don't fucking just do a shitty cut. Like change something. Right. You cutting deleted scenes is nothing. It's nothing. It's pointless. I I don't agree with you, and I don't think that Bezo does either. That's not to say that I don't understand where you're coming from, and that's also not to say that I don't really appreciate those ones because those are the ones that are like whoa like you really fucking went for it yeah 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 i appreciate that though i I, appreciate going for it more than fucking just cutting a couple i can see the advantage of just cutting a couple things though what's the advantage you're doing because you're exactly what he's been saying is that you're making a better version of the movie but it's so minuscule it's like literally in this particular version yes i would agree with you it's so minuscule that there is literally no point in watching this fan edit i mean i will agree you were talking about cutting prometheus right is that what you were talking no, about? No, he oblivion. was talking about Oblivion. Oblivion, yeah. yeah. And I will say, your version of Oblivion made Oblivion, which is a terrible fucking movie, better. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. But, but <laughs> at the end of the day, I enjoyed your edit of Blade Runner way fucking more. Hmm. Way more. Like the, the, but, it, but it's like, how much of an impact of a fan editor are you trying to make? Like, like, what are you trying to do? What is your objective? What is your end goal? It's to me the and and we talk about it a lot of times in the fan community. The difference between a fan fix and a fan mix, and a fan mix would be more like the Gallo cut. Uh, in some in some angles, in some respects, my Blade Runner edit is a fan mix because it does change the movie the pretty radically, which is fucking huge. But. The whole fan fix thing is really what started the whole fan editing deal. Like uh, if you go back to episode one, which is a garbage ass movie that everybody had expectations and wanted to make it better. And all of a sudden somebody cuts out a bunch of stuff and all of a sudden it's a better movie. It's not a radical overhaul of whatever. It's a, a literally a better version of what was made. Now, 
because episode one is so bad, you can cut a bunch out, like 35, 40 minutes yeah. of the movie, and it's a better movie, but it's also so radically different. It kind of grays that line between fan mix and fan fix. But um, the par- the point is, is that originally, you know, the intent of a lot of, fil- of these fan editors is to come in and just say, you know what, I like this movie, but this scene doesn't quite work for me, or this line of dialogue doesn't work for me, or this ending I think needs to be stopped, needs needs to end here and not there. And so, I think a lot of fan editors start off with this idea of just like, I recognize what is wrong with this, and it just needs. I want to shave this, that, and the other, and make the better version of the movie. And uh, some eventually do make the overhaul changes, and like my Blade Runner is a bit of an overhaul the one that I'm working on now is a way big overhaul so like uh, there's that range though but I don't want to begrudge the editors who do these little tiny subtle um, massages because sometimes I in my experience is that sometimes you learn a lot about what makes a movie tick and work and, and go in the right direction due to seeing the difference between you know, nine, 100% of the theatrical cut and then 98% of the theatrical cut and feel like it's a different yeah. experience. I, I understand and can appreciate the difference between the two. I think that I've made that pretty clear sure. over the course of this podcast. Um, but again... You don't think I, the threshold was made and this edit to warrant even calling it a fan fix. Yeah, exactly. I think the issue is that like, yeah, removing those two scenes cuz those are really the massive cuts in this movie is removing the open and removing the end. Sure. The issue that even comes in with removing the end though is that it it ends kind of abruptly. It felt appropriate to me. I I think that there should have been like something like there needed to be another sentence or something. Like it's like she kisses him, he's awake end of movie that's like really like whoa okay i i uh, for whatever reason that worked like i didn't even if you wouldn't have told me that there's an epilogue after that i never would have suspected it well the the flip side of that though is that i also told you last night that it made sense that that was removed because the epilogue is kind of campy it's like kind of ill-fitting it's a weird so meaning what you were saying is that ideally there'd be a different kind of epilogue no, not even. What I'm saying is that I wish that there was just like a little bit more breathing room At the end for the, the script. Okay. Or for the credits, excuse Before me, not the, the script. Right. right. Yeah. And the issue is that it's like, I mean, the, the way that the film plays out is that he, I mean, he wakes up from coming to heaven. She gives him a kiss. They LOL and then bye. That's it. Yeah. End of movie. Which is like, that's just so quick that it's uh, crazy. I want to I wanna resist this because there's this moment, this shot of him putting his head on her shoulder. And like, there's such like this weird, there's such like, like a nice tenderness to that moment that uh, the rest of the movie doesn't really capture anything like that. And it's such a sweet little thing that it, uh, to me, it like sells their relationship better than anything else did. And it felt like once that was achieved, I'm done. And then the movie ended shortly thereafter. Like I, I was, I was totally sold on that ending. I'm, I'm not. I don't know. I, I just wish there was another sentence or something to be a buffer between that and the credits, which I think is fair. And yeah. I think that's what was trying to be accomplished with the original version of the film. That's why there was the epilogue. Of course, it's just that the epilogue was too campy to fit the the second half of the film. Right. I which didn't is see fine. the ending. <laughs> uh, uh, so, I don't know. I, I have. I have very strong opinions about this edit. <laughs> it's fair. So there's a, a there's an edit of um, a, there's a review of that Roger Ebert did of Psycho, 
And he said the movie is absolutely brilliant except for the end. Because at the very end, you have this in, this sort of scene where the cops are talking about him and he's kind of standing there when the you know, fly is flying around. I, like I never heard part. a fly. But what happens is the cops are sitting there talking and they just give all of this exposition about, well, it was always the mother and uh, now he's pretending he is the mother and he's consumed by the mother. And it's like this big sort of like, dude, we got it. We just watched the fucking movie. Why are you having to explain it all to us in this whole thing? And Roger Ebert was said like this is a brilliant movie except for the end the audience is smart enough to get it cut that out Mm -hmm. so of course there's an editor who did the roger ebert edit of psycho and it's the exact same movie except it cuts out that one little scene at the end so i I watched it i think the made for tv one does that too though oh i don't know about the made the the gus van sant still has the explanation no 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 no. i mean like when that movie was released on tv right they cut the ending that's interesting um, but anyway, I I had watched that ending where it gets cut off there, and it does feel different. Like ninety nine percent of the movie feels the same, right? But it's just that ending. It it ends you on a different beat, on a different note, and it's worth it to have that edit just because it leaves you on a different feeling and emotion, mm-hmm. even though it is minuscule edit that barely changes anything and blah blah blah. Like um, I, I like the idea that a little tiny change can have a different kind of effect. And uh, and having those options available uh, from an editing standpoint. But that's what I'm... I mean, that's the point that I'm trying to make, though, is that, like, why are you removing these other stupid things? Like, you've already committed to allowing the campiness to exist in the first half of the film. Why are you removing one line? That is so dumb. There is literally no point to remove that. I... It must be, and I, I'm projecting Neglify's intentions here, of course, but uh, the... I would I would imagine that it's like uh, the the com- the comedic stuff in the in the first half of the movie is the challenging stuff that's a little cringy and it kind of like I don't know if this is working like especially like when they the, they haunt the house at the beginning and the dishes are flying everywhere and that that dude is kind of like there's got to be some explanation for all of this and like uh, uh, it 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 just it feels off like it doesn't quite work and the I imagine that his intentions were is like you know what. I'm I'm okay with some of these jokes are not are are a little are are you know push the boundaries, but these other ones go a little too far, and that maybe he shaved off the ones that go a little too far and left a lot of the other stuff that's still kind of questionable. Except that his per, his parameter of what fucking is off is wrong. Sorry, <laughs> you're wrong. Like having a again. I do not want to be the head. I know we're going back to that one joke because it typifies what you think all all the other. Yes, because it's like that. Talking about that isn't as disgusting as seeing a ghost humping a mummy. Like that's not funny, and it's a way longer shot. You could have trimmed some of the fat by leaving in a joke about your dried up dick. Mm -hmm. It's way funnier than having to watch a like a ghost like hump. And maybe that's like an issue of the climate. You know, like the PC or comedy climate currently the, the, the post I call but it the post nine eleven world. Right. But like when the fuck did he make this edit? You know, oh, I don't know. I, I mean yeah. like, cause if it's is an that... old edit that goes back 2012, 2013, if it's an old yeah. edit. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, but it's no, still like, I mean, you just cut that joke. That makes sense. Like if you're going to cut something, cut the joke. I don't know. Like I, I just, I don't, I don't, I can't, I can't argue either way. I'm black. I think that this edit would have been fine if it would have just left everything as is. If you're going for a, a small edit, I think that it would have been fine had it just edited 
off the beginning and the end. Yeah. And it wasn't, I was, I was angry about it watching it because of how much was left in, but I would have been fine with that had it have not been for these other small things that were removed because I don't think that they made the viewing experience any better. Yeah, I agree. There, I mean, it's just, it's so, it's so small. What you're talking about with Oblivion and like removing the name calling, that's fine. That totally makes sense to me. That's annoying after hearing it for the 50th time. Well, it's interesting. They, I think that most people don't even recognize that it's happening. But once you remove it, there's a different kind of like feeling. But like, there was nothing about this edit that did that. There was nothing where he removed something and you felt different or you did anything different. Except for the ending. Except for the ending. Which but, you didn't see. Which I didn't see because I'm a piece of fucking shit. And I go <laughs> if I could just blame everything on me. I don't give a fuck. But there was nothing that I saw that made me feel any different about this movie that's what i'm saying is that like if you're going to keep in all of these stupid bits and you're making it can still feel campy and you're still making that dinner scene seem awkward then you aren't making the best version of the movie because you did not actually change enough to make these feelings different yeah if all of us are still recognizing that that dinner scene was awkward or if we're we the ones that saw the movie last week are recognizing that that scene where he's fucking the mummy is still gross and not funny that you made the wrong edit shout out you calling peter jackson out i didn't realize peter jackson was in it but that i was oh, yeah. fucking PJ. explicitly said, said that said so that. many times last <laughs> week said it's not even episode, funny. Yeah. really i don't I, I, look at me i don't remember he, he, and funny, i will not it looks like he funny he kind of looks like a crazy guy that would be in lord of the rings yeah, with all the yeah, fucking yeah. stuff in his face yeah, yeah so he does have a walk on in this which we i don't remember if we talked about um on the last one but yeah. apparently we did i thought i thought i remember hearing you saying something about him having a cameo there. It was not anything. me that said that because I didn't catch it until you said it. So uh, this makes me actually want to talk a little bit about uh, PJ and uh, Lord of the Rings. And um, I like and, that you guys are such good friends <laughs> that you can call him PJ. <laughs> so <laughs> fuck him. So fuck him. If fucking Lord seen, of the Rings suck. No, what's the other movie with the lawnmower Lord is amazing. Lawnmower man? He didn't do that. No, there's a scene. I forget what movie it is. It's the other like, whoa, Ethan, you fucking idiot. Oh, it's empty. It's empty. Oh my god. So if you guys watch, oh my god. if you guys watch the theatrical like cut, up, if you guys watch the theatrical cut of the uh, the Lord of the Rings saga, which was you know huge big movies, whatever. But then there's also the director's cuts, which are of course longer, and then there's the extended cut, which is even longer than that. Um, if you if you watch the extended cuts and the director's cuts and the theatrical cuts, my honest assessment of those three different versions of the movie is that each one by itself is pretty good. It's pretty solid in and of itself. But the more you cut down from the extended to the director to the theatrical cut, the better the movie gets. Sure. The pacing gets improved. The um, Oh, really? I couldn't imagine you could improve the pacing <laughs> on a movie about people walking. Okay, come on. So, uh, yeah, the, dead the, or alive. The, okay. So the point is, is that... Um, uh, and if you watch uh, uh, King Kong, which I think fails to do Ooh, what... I have not seen an edit of that. Well, so. what, what King Kong fails to do is to be like, uh, uh, to be like the... Um, 
of the Frighteners where it's got a lot of comedic stuff in the beginning and then it gets serious at the end. Pulpy. The, the, the stuff at the beginning just doesn't work at all in, in King Kong. And, but it, it's, it's also after P, P, PJ has gotten his license to do whatever he wants. So he makes a two hour and 45 minute King Kong movie or whatever. Yeah. Um, so he has a tendency to overindulge and make more than is necessary. But, as evidenced in the Lord of the Rings, the more you cut down, cut down, you can still shave it down into something that's much more digestible. Yeah. My sense is, is that the director's cut of, uh, of, I keep wanting to call it the vanishing. Like I'm having to correct myself every <laughs> fucking time now as I fucked it up. At the I don't know what the vanishing is, so it, I don't know what you're referencing. Yeah. It's a Kiefer Sutherland movie, but anyway, um, and I had, I've watched anyway. So I smoke Kiefer. I feel like, uh, the Frighteners is kind of falls into that same, that same paradigm where he makes a big movie in the director's cut, but is better served by shaving it down to something like sure. the theatrical cut, which, and we saw this edit kind of does that. The theatrical cut, of course, is that version, you know? Yeah. And, uh, but it plays to this, um, to this, you know, this, this particular, uh, you know, his, his particular style of filmmaking. I think that he does his best work on his own material, meaning The Frighteners and Dead, Al- Dead or Alive, which was the movie that I was trying to remember a second ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Both of those are very similar in like their campiness and the like shocky horror violent scenarios Mm -hmm. and they're both amazing movies in Mm -hmm. my opinion Mm -hmm. i think a lot of people would agree with me on dead or alive i think the frighteners is a little bit of a stretch for a lot of people i think the issue is that when he i agree with you i think that he definitely has a problem with doing way too much but the the point where it comes in is when he's doing someone else's material right Mm -hmm. like lord of the rings is someone else's story and it's like he can't he wants to do it justice, so he overdoes it way too much. Or alternatively, with King Kong, that's King Kong. Mm-hmm. That's already a <laughs> and the shrines. Yeah, that's already. Uh, <laughs> they were just in town. You Sorry. don't get it. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just laughing. You're laughing at something you don't. That's great. It happens all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They were a band. They were just in town. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah, but also with King Kong is and that, barbecue show. Yeah, is that he? He it's someone else's thing. So it's like he yeah. his version, his spin on it is way more than what it needs to be. I don't get why people like Peter Jackson. I the don't. Lord of the Rings is pretty fucking huge. Dead or Alive is fucking amazing. Yeah, but, but I don't. I don't get it. He's hyped. He's one of those directors. Heavenly, didn't he do Heavenly Creatures? Yeah, that movie sucks, and that's it's someone else's really material. He, he, it's too much, though. That's he, a movie that could deal with having some fat trim from he's, it. He's like J.J. Abrams. Like I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand. I'll never understand. I don't. JJ feels fucking, like JJ feels fucking, like a director who's so close to being good. You fucking <laughs> nerds can have him. Yeah, I'll keep my Jim Jarmusch. I'll keep my yeah. David Lynch. No. Okay, well those you are have that's a fucking, different nerd version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but I mean, but, but what I'm talking about is good nerd. When I with you fucking JJ Abrams and fucking Peter Jackson are big box office bullshit. I don't like, agree do because you, Dead or Alive is a good movie, and that was way before he was famous. This yeah. whatever we saw last night, whether whether you want to give credit to Neglify or Peter Jackson or whatever. What I saw the it's other good. night was I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great movie. I think that his early stuff is fine and I think that you're trying to pick a bone because you don't like Lord of the Rings. Because yeah. it fucking sucks. Okay, well that no, doesn't mean that he's bad. You're in a minority opinion on that. Yeah, well y'all fucking nerds can have them. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Yeah. Ugh. 
I what? It's fine. I don't care. I'll pick a bone about it all day. I care about real film. Oh, hot take, Ethan here, baby. So, um, this is a <laughs> <laughs> shaking your head. It's just it's stupid. Okay, you can't fucking throw me on the bus on Bezo's yeah. shitty burning bus that doesn't watch all these classic movies. You okay, can, like you can you can put you can put hair on your feet and walk around a con. I don't give a shit. I. I'll, I didn't say that I love those movies and we can definitely discuss this off mic. All I'm saying is that I don't agree with you saying that he's the worst because I think that Dead or Alive alone speaks that he's a good director. That movie rules. He's one of those like uber, uber nerds that fucking somehow figured out a way to rig the system like J.J. Abrams. They rig the fucking system so they get thrown millions. No, that's bullshit. J.J. Abrams has been giving fucking old old ss blow jobs for a thousand years to get get where he is okay yeah i mean but also old ss is um, mediocre i it. i agree with Spielberg that also. is mediocre yeah, yeah i don't care i don't care. are you shitting me i don't care i don't care spielberg is mediocre i don't care about the shit that he makes it doesn't affect me it does not move me that shit does not move me. I mean, me. Jaws moves you. Ja- I don't like Jaws. Yeah, because I mean, you don't, I don't like, like water. Any yeah, of the Indiana Jones? You. I don't care about Indiana Schindler's Jones. Schindler's List. Uh, doesn't move me. Does not move Holy me. Holy shit. What moves you? What? J- fucking Jarmusch films? Lynch films. Baby, I'm an artiste. <laughs> I don't give a oh fuck. God. I'll take it. I'll take that stance. I'm you, just drunk you, you enough. You never welled up uh, watching E.T.? No. Ew, fuck E.T. E.T. was Get like- Get the fuck out of this house, <laughs> Bezo. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, Do not talk about E.T. in this household. I don't give a shit enough. I you can talk about movie. it. I don't care. You can talk about it, but I don't want- I don't, like, I don't, I've never- I've never- Like, when people care about big box office shit- I have never gotten it. I've never gotten it. Steven Spielberg is hardly big box office shit. No, but you're talking about big people. You're talking about big movers yeah, and some shakers. of the biggest movies ever made. They don't yeah. affect me. They don't affect me. I'm Whoa. sorry. It's my truth. Look at his baby arms flapping away. I'm being, honest. I'm being honest. That shit doesn't affect me. I could watch something on YouTube made the on a kid's iPhone cried on still i've only alice. cried at, i've only cried at, ooh, yeah that's I, bullshit you cried during still i cried alice. during Fuck still you, alice but i've What's only ever cried what still, still alice. alice oh okay it's i did what julia cr- moore won the oscar yeah. for. i've only cried during two movies still alice and one other movie remember the titans nope that's not true that's a bit that's <laughs> little a mermaid, bit little mermaid nope 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 uh al pacino film you want to try to guess it oh um carlito's, carlito's way, way. Nope. Dances. Nope, 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 nope 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 go another one serpio nope Dog Day? Nope. Uh, Godfather Three? Nope. Okay, I'll give you another. No, actor. no, no. Uh, oh yeah, give me another actor in the movie. Johnny Depp. Oh, Donnie Brasco. Yes. What scene made me cry? When he at the end when he's trying to tell Lefty, I'm sorry, don't say anything. That nope. Thing. Nope. Nope. When when he is pulling his money out of the safe and he just has a twenty dollar bill on the outside 
and it's a callback to an earlier scene where he tells him you have to put your biggest bills on the the outside yeah yeah that scene made me cry so fucking hard the first time i saw it it was unbelievable i've never cried during a movie and i haven't cried since until we saw until we saw still Still alice Alice. and that shit was was a bummer that shit fucking wrecked me julianne moore is a fucking goddess yeah yeah she's so good and alec baldwin is so is Kristen so Stewart's great in that movie All of too. Them are shocking. Good. It's it's it, not shocking. She's a great actress. Uh no. Why? I love Chris Stu. Uh, okay. Case too. Case too. Gross. Uh, PJ Case dude. We go way back. Yeah, that's true. An well, old SS apparently. And now everyone knows what movies make me cry and what movies I care about, baby. Both those movies fucking phenomenal. You know what was really a bummer about Still Alice though is Everything. that yeah, but like a month after they won the Academy Award for it, the guy that wrote it and directed, directed it, it died. died. Oh really? That was so well, sad because yeah, he was. had ms or or oh, something yeah, yeah. and he that. like couldn't even go to the, the oscars. oscars his husband had to accept the award on his behalf huh. yeah julian moore fucking oh my god maps to the stars because we had just seen maps to the stars before that and that movie no we saw it after or, i thought it was i thought it came out before nope i don't remember but maps to the stars fucking great holy shit <laughs> i loved it yeah it was remember. all right it wasn't it wasn't great it was okay whatever Ethan's the black sheep. I get it. It's fine. Well, that's all right. At least you don't watch only shitty movies like Bezo, or at least you aren't on a fucking high horse over here like me with my documentary references. Did you okay, guys I'm see okay Bridge of Spies? The no, we movie? still haven't watched it. I've heard I it's really care. great. Well, I, I want to watch it. It's Spielberg. Yeah. You're going to hate it. But Look what I have to live with. It is so well crafted. It's not that I'm going to hate it. It's that I literally don't care. Like it's you're so apathetic to this movie. Nothing. Filmography. Any of his films, none of them appeal to me on anything. Guys, my foot just got stuck in the stool, (laughs) and I was so scared. (laughs) You're just gonna fall forward. I was. I was like, oh god, I'm gonna have to crawl out of here. Like, I hope I won't make a lot of noise. (laughs) Uh, I just, I don't care. I don't care about a shit. Whatever. Great job, Neglify. You really fucking nailed it with this Uh, one. Neglify, Neglify, do something cool again. I think this is a. Uh, I, I like these kind of edits that uh, play with the uh, small touches. I wish I had better expectations going into it, understanding that it wasn't going to be a radical overhaul, which is sort of what I was anticipating. Sure. Um, so uh, I, I, I wish I had seen the original recently so I could do a better compare and contrast, but I saw this kind of raw. I thought it was great. I loved all of the craziness and the seriousness and the wackiness and yeah. you know, the I crazy. I mean, it makes sense, fucking, but who's going to watch it raw? I mean, I like, 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 why? That's what I'm saying. Who's going to watch it? Who's going to watch? Who's, whose introduction to Frighteners is going to be Neglifies at it? We'll find out. Okay. It's <laughs> fair. fair. Tweet enough. us. <laughs> <laughs> at Call Busey. <laughs> All right. So wrap it up. Uh, yeah. Thank you guys for doing the episode with Thank me. Thank you. It was great. I love doing always, feature this. Is They're always the best. Always interesting. Never know what to expect, right? I thought, according to Rory, uh, you you always know what to expect. Because <laughs> he, he has definitely pinpoint well, the way that we feel about everything. It pretty yes. much nailed it. Yeah, you what can, are you talking you about? But this time was a role reversal, I guess. I hated it. Donna liked it. So I guess I'm, Wait, yeah, what yeah. are you talking about? I hated it, too. <laughs> are you kidding me? 
How could well, I have, how could you not Meglify get that strikes I again? It. Well, see, it's, it's it's a marginal difference from the original. Yeah, and, shout out, Rory, and then shout you out love the original and hate this one. So it's kind of a weird paradox there. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, I I think it's worth a, a gander. Maybe fun to compare contrasting. If you I guess find. watch I the screen, yeah. watch the screen. Yeah, the screen Gallio cat's pretty tight. So, so good, it's I'd, the best. I'd be interested in watching another one of his movies. I would. Yeah, he's got plenty. I'm sure we'll cycle through his some a lot of his stuff. At Sounds some good. Point. We should yeah. have him on. I like yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, we oh, should totally have him on. I'd love good. to have a conversation with him. Yeah, okay. I would, I would like to put first put the boxing gloves on. All right. Got along with Rory, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're pals yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. follows me on Twitter. I love her. Shout out Rory. Shout I out haven't Cuddly tweeted in a while because <laughs> yeah, you know um, my phone's broke. I do it every day, baby. At X three four ERB, search Ethan Billups on Twitter. Speaking of which, That's let's do plug. the plugs. Go ahead. That's it. Uh, listen to Gary Beastown Massacre. Uh, listen to FCC presents, mm-hmm. which is live radio show that we've been doing. Uh, You'll you'll hear about it if you follow us on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter mm-hmm. at X34ARB. Search Ethan Billups, B-I-L-L-I-P-S. Donna, you want to drop something? Um, You can follow me on Twitter at Donna underscore bourgeois. And if you live in the local Austin area, I have a show coming up in a couple of weeks. Um, I will be at the New Movement Theater at 7 on Sunday the 17th. So. It's going to be great. Right on. And, and uh, of course, you know, new episodes found at featuredthispodcast.com. There is an iTunes stream that is being tweaked as we speak. <laughs> Make sure we get all I'm the archived tweaking. episodes and new episodes popping up on that. Yeah. And uh, I have a Twitter, but I don't know how to use it. Wow. It's, it's only been I mean, six weeks. It's not very hard to use. And uh, But this is a feature of this. Thank you for listening, and we will catch you on the flip side. Bye-bye. Bye.
International.